Hello, Hong Kong, Kauga. Mmm, <laughs> cute. Uh, just kill me already. Yeah, wow, this is gonna off to a great start. Um, I hello, my name is Aaron. Hello, my name is Nicole. Welcome to Dude That's Fucked Up. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, uh, yeah, how's it going? Uh, things are good. Things are rolling here. Everything's good. Solid. Yeah. Yeah. How's um, everything out west? Uh, aside good. from like, you know, the entire it's like state of California down. burning. Yeah. yeah. Fucking hell. Uh, it's normal for this time of year. I was, yeah. uh, I was in Kern River this past weekend and there was like a sign going like on the drive up that was like extreme. Like, you know how they have like the... Smokey the bear sign going yeah. up to the mountains. Yep. It was like fire warning or whatever. Fire hazard extreme. I was like, yeah. And you could see like everything's just super dry. You could yeah. get a match and it would just like. Fuck. Yeah. So. Got those Santa Ana's care. rolling. Yeah. Things aren't good. There's yeah. fires burning everywhere. Yeah. Everybody uh, stay safe. Yeah. Don't. Don't. Uh, don't. If they tell you to leave, leave. Yeah. Get the fuck out of there. Yeah, just just leave. Um, and maybe if you live in an area that's like a fire area, you probably have already done this. But if not, make a little go box with some of your favorite photos in them and stuff. Like it's yeah, it's a good thing to have during fire season. Yep. Uh, we always uh, had a fire plan and when I was growing up uh, and we would have to grab the five P's, which are people, pets, Pictures, papers, and prescriptions. Oh, yeah, that's good. Hey. Like some of that doesn't really apply now because, like, you could have all your pictures digitized, in- digitalized, and stored in the cloud, and you can yeah. like easily pick up your prescription quickly for the most part, and at some pharmacies. But still, if there's something that you need and you yeah. have to grab it, and you know, pictures on the wall, like my parents yeah, you- have like all of our baby pictures and stuff on the wall, and so that's what we had to do. I look forward to the day everything's in the cloud. Yeah. Okay. So, like, people and p- prescriptions and everything. <laughs> just living in the cloud. Yeah. Just uh, when we're all living in the cloud. Mm. Um, We have – do we have business? I mailed some uh, thank you cards this morning that I had for a while, but I needed stamps because who has stamps? I, Nobody I has stamps. Any. And I they only sell the American flag ones at CVS, so I was gonna get some cool ones, and then I'm sorry they're not cool, you guys, but it's important that it gets to you. Yeah, I have not sent mine out yet. I will probably do that today or tomorrow. So yeah, so on they're the, coming soon. Yeah, they're coming soon. Be on the lookout, all of our Patreon subscribers. Um, you get you get a handwritten thank you note from us. Yeah, uh, it was really fun. Yeah, if you. Pop us a little little cache, <laughs> a little kashish. Um, we also need to record our like uh, director commentary, mystery science three thousand. Oh my god, uh, I can't wait. I know I can't wait. Uh, have we picked a video? I feel like we talked about it. I can't remember. Yeah, let's uh, we'll discuss after. Okay, we'll 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 take we'll take offline. this offline. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. Cool. Uh, that'll be fun. Uh. Yeah, visit the Patreon and check it out. And there's some cool stuff on there. Um, and we I have think a, that's the biz. Yeah. yeah, we have a bonus episode. We have a, a Q&A up. Um, oh, yeah, so, that's a video. Yeah, the cool. video is a – yeah, it's it's pretty it's pretty fun. You can see our faces. Mm-hmm. So if um, you're interested in that, check it out. Patreon.com slash DTFU podcast. <laughs> Tangentially related uh, – we it was not a meetup or anything. I hope no one feels left out. But I went. I was in San Diego a uh, few like of uh, you know the other weekend or whatever. I I don't know when it comes by the time it comes out. Whatever, who cares? Yeah. Anyway, I was in San Diego recently, and that's where Superfan Laura lives. So she you gotta say hi. Yeah. So I said hi. We had tacos. Then we had some beers. It was very fun. She posted about it in the social meds, uh, and I did too. And then we Facetimed you. It was very fun. But yes, lest lest anyone think we left you out, we didn't. It was just that it just like, worked out. 
it just worked out. And next time, if we meet a fan or something, we'll be sure to let people know if they want to come too. Yeah. Um, and hopefully it'll be both of us next time. And if not, yeah. then we'll FaceTime the other one in for yeah. a few minutes. If we're ever in the same place uh, anytime soon, we'll definitely let you guys know. And maybe we could do like a little yeah. mini meetup or something. That'd be cool. Oh, my. Oh, that'd oh be so God. fun. Yeah. Uh, and we still need to get shirts going. Yeah, I think uh, that that we could make that happen pretty soon. It's all happening. It's all happening. Um, do you have a fucked up thing this week? Not really. Um, not, not, no, nothing that's like crazy enough to mention. I just had like a funny little exchange this morning. I was walking, uh, trying to find a mailbox actually to mail the thank you cards. And because there isn't one anywhere, I remembered one being like, they're gone. I, I, <laughs> they're like I phone wa- booths. They're like, fucking mail. This isn't real anymore. Use an email. I yeah. Was like, ah. I, love, um, I love regular mail. Me too. It's such a treat. Mm-hmm. Um, you send me I cards was, every now and then. It's so sweet. I do. Yeah. You're so kind. Oh, thank you. You are. You're oh, so kind. I don't know about that. I'm not as nice as you. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, yeah. So you're finding a mailbox. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Let no, me I'm stop like- complimenting you for a minute so you could tell your story. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, uh, I, uh, was yeah trying to find a mailbox so so anyway I was just walking and I was um there's a man approaching and he was walking his dog and he was clearly talking to someone on the phone but he had like giant headphones on like kind of like the ones we're wearing right now yeah and he was very loud and boisterous and um (laughs) they were like noise canceling headphones so he can't hear how loud he's being (laughs) yeah and he's like Oh, it's just disgusting, blah, blah, blah. And then he goes, here, let me ask someone. And he goes, ma'am, or miss, or what, I don't remember. Ma'am. I go, yeah. He's like, have you ever been sexually harassed by a male? I was Uh, like. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I was like, "Uh, of course, yeah. (laughs) Like, I'm a female. Yeah. And he's all, oh, and were you paid $2.5 million for it? And I was like, no. And he was like, that's because men are disgusting pigs. And then I hear him in his headphones tell the guy, see, I just asked a straight young female if she's ever been sexually harassed. Men are disgusting. I told you it's happened to every woman. And I was just like, what is happening? <laughs> You're like, you're not really sexually assaulting me, but you're kind of assaulting me. Yeah, like I'm uncomfortable, but it's just because you're screaming at me with your headphones yeah. on about being sexually harassed. Yeah, I think uh, I think he was a gay gentleman. He was very he was a lot older and uh-huh. uh, and was not threatening or anything. Although anytime I'm like approached by any dudes mm. now on the street, I like am put off. Like just don't talk to me or acknowledge me. Yeah, because uh, uh, I've I, I had too I, many weird experiences. Oh, I, I I get I keep my headphones in all the time, but it does not keep a lot of dudes from trying to talk to me. And I'm like, I am not interested in speaking to you or anyone right now. Yeah, I am feeling quite antisocial. Noticed <laughs> that I may smile to just not be a bitch because I'm socially programmed to do so, but I still don't want to <laughs> fucking talk to you. So. Fuck I'm gonna off. Start wearing an a- <laughs> I'm going to start wearing an astronaut helmet. I think I'm just, just like- going to I'm going to start wearing a t-shirt that says don't talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but then people guys will be like, oh, "I like your shirt." Yeah, and then, and then like, you just defeat the whole <gasps> purpose. Then you're like <sighs> maybe the like rage maybe like a, a fencing helmet, I don't know. <laughs> So you can still see where you're going, or but like a, a your face, a zodiac killer uh, outfit. Ooh, maybe that'll be my Halloween costume. Mm. Ooh. <laughs> I was watching Zodiac last night because uh, obviously I needed to watch it because Jake Gyllenhaal and Mark Ruffalo. God bless. Oh yeah, it's so good. You know, it's Jake so Gyllenhaal good. is my yeah my, yeah my number your, one. Yeah, I think yeah. you've mentioned that. People might yeah. know now. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's your number Jake one. Jake Gyllenhaal, sit on your face. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. I wouldn't do that to you. <laughs> he might want you to, but I'll, then it's cool. I will kiss you. <laughs> DJ said it's okay. 
Uh, you'll, I'll kiss you on your pee hole. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Do you ever so do that gr- with like pee holes and like make them talk? Like, you know what I'm talking about? No. Oh, okay. No. Well, I guess that's just me. <laughs> Let's get that out. No, that's hey, dang it. Try it. For sure. <laughs> try it. Try it with Pete. He'll love it. I'll talk to him about that later. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm blushing right now. Oh my god, his mom texted me the other day and was oh like, god. "Hey, what's the name of your podcast? We want to listen to it. We're out on in Cape Cod. They're like visiting family." And I was You're like, all, "Oh, uh, this American <laughs> life." <laughs> uh, I was like, even the name she'd be offended by. Uh-huh. And I'm just like, I was like, uh Oh, that's okay. And it, uh, it's really, I don't think you want to listen to it. And she was like, no, but it's fine. Ben's sisters are, uh, uh, Pete's dad, uh, you know, all of Pete's aunts are really hep and cool. And I was like, Kathy, it's very crass. Don't listen to it. And then I was like, we got to go. Bye. Like, <laughs> uh, a couple of uh, DJ's family members listen to it who are hysterical. One of his aunts uh, listens. And oh, actually, two, I think a couple of his aunts listen, uh, but they're so funny. One of them is I talked about buttholes with for like an extended period of time. And she has always referred to a butthole as a rosebud. So that's Ooh. how that's how I knew I like belonged in the family. You know, I always thought. A, yeah, that's cute. I always mm-hmm. thought a rosebud was the like clitoris. No, it's a it's a beehole. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, because it's, it's like, like it it opens it opens up like it. Flop. I mean, I guess it could be a clitoris too. Sure. Yeah. The huh. whole the whole sh- shebang. <laughs> shebang. Shebang. <laughs> okay. Oh god. Oh Ricky Martin. Let's yeah. fucking get into this. I guess. God bless. All right. Um. Well, what we're talking about today? We're talking about a cult, y'all. Yeah. Cult. Cult. What? What? I don't know. Shut up, Nicole. <laughs> you're you're doing great. You're doing you're doing great, sweetie. <laughs> I'll be your Chris Jenner all the time. You're doing oh, you're doing great, sweetie. My momager. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so this is a very, very obscure one uh that I don't know that a lot of people have heard about. Uh no. I mean, I will talk all day about Jonestown, about, you know, a fucking hail bop i'll talk about all that shit but uh but everybody knows about that every that's been covered you could listen to literally like 10 different podcasts and they can tell you all about it this one um is very novel because it is uh, you know i don't know what to say about it other than it's just uh kind of ridiculous it's a hot mess and super it's super uh douchey so yeah um I guess, I guess the the main gist is what were you gonna say? Something? I was just gonna say let's give a sales pitch. Let's give. Oh. Uh, what if what if we were starting a cult? What okay. if we were starting this cult, and we had to like recruit members? How, okay. Like, what would you, what would you want to say to them? All right. Um. Me 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 me. <laughs> Hello, friend. Do you want to join a group, nay, fellowship of like-minded, well-to-do academics or more accurately snobs of value materialism and only want to live by esoteric doctrines to feel superior to the general population? Look no further than the fellowship of friends. (laughs) All you have to do is pretend to understand the super obscure and extremely uncompelling practice of the fourth way. Follow the teacher who dresses like all of his suits are made out of 1980s drapes, work 12 to 18 hour days in an actual field to create a vineyard from scratch, and give up all of your money. <laughs> oh my also, god. Also, you better act now if you want to get enlightened, because the world is going to end soon, and you can't take all your money with you, so do the enlightened thing and spend it all on developing the fellowship. <laughs> Don't worry that the date of the end of the world has changed at least three times. Time is a man-made construct. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Yay. Uh, oh, my God. Where do I sign up? Uh, right here, friend. <laughs> <laughs> now I just sound like a Canadian from South Park. <laughs> yeah. I think that's what snake oil sales oh, sound like anyway. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah, not my buddy guy. <laughs> oh, God. So yeah. good. 
Yeah, so sounds sounds pretty sweet, I think. Yeah. Let, let's let's jump into it. All right. So who Let's Yeah, find who, out more about the leader. Who started this bullshit? Um Who this, that? Who that bitch? Uh <laughs> this guy named Robert Earl Burton. Um he started the friend uh, fellowship of friends. Um he's obviously had a very humble beginning as a lot of these dudes do. Mm-hmm. He was born in Little Rock, Arkansas in 1939. Dad was a butcher, very working class, and then they mm-hmm. moved to Berkeley <gasps> at some point. Berkeley? Yeah. Hi, Tanya! <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, he was a pretty charismatic dude, of course. As you have to be. You have to be. You got to be. If you're a cult leader, you got to have something going on. Yeah, um, you got to have that... Je ne sais bullshit. Uh, je ne sais crazy eyes. <laughs> you have to have that je ne sais herf. Je ne sais herf. <laughs> It'd be like if. <laughs> uh, yeah, he is full of a lot of bullshit, um, yeah. obviously. He, um, he actually graduated from, in 1963, prime... Prime ramping up to hippie days. Uh, yeah. But he graduated from San Jose State University. He didn't even fucking go to Berkeley. Oh, what? He doesn't even go here. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I love that part of that movie. That's so good. Oh. She doesn't even go here. Um, <laughs> he became a, a fourth grade public school teacher in spring at Spring Hill Elementary in the Lafayette. Uh, Bay Area uh, which that's a fucking great job my mom's a fourth grade teacher what the fuck's wrong with that Robert it wasn't his thing yeah well he it was not his thing so he uh, started he he fell into this like weird uh, super intellectual philosophical uh, group um, at the time and just decided he did not want to teach young children anymore like yeah. if you're a teacher you can shape young minds like that's the ultimate cult you <laughs> <laughs> should oh, have started I... at the very big be- at the early <laughs> stages of development that's how know. you get them yeah you get them young i guess but i think yeah i think like you know, when you're starting a cult, you want people who could, like, dedicate all of their time and, like, come live with you and, like, work for you and do all the your, like, shit work. Yeah. So, and kids, I mean, also, they have to go home. Also, fourth graders don't have money, so. Yeah. So they can't. They can't give it to you. your shit. Yeah. Yeah. They're not going to, like, pay for your, like, fucking Rolls Royce. Yeah, they're like, um, here's here's my cheese sandwich my mom packed me. It's like, mm. Here's an apple teacher. And he's like, fuck <laughs> off. <laughs> fuck your apple, kid. You got to be present. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he started studying uh, with the. Um, okay, I'm gonna mispronounce this horribly, but here it goes. <laughs> the Gurdjieff group. No, that's. I think that's right. Gurdjieff. Gurdjieff. Yeah. Gurdjieff group. Uh, studying a, a practice called the Fourth Way. Um, uh, and this is. It's just like. I'm, we're not going to go too deep into this because it's so boring. Uh, but it's, And I don't understand any of it, so. <laughs> like, I, I don't think we're stupid, but this is just, who fucking it's, cares? Who oh. cares? <laughs> uh, it's made to confuse you. Yeah. Like, if you're, like, I was like, oh, I, I tried to figure out what's going on, and then I'm like, one, who fucking cares? Yep. And two, I don't want to understand this because then I might need to join a cult, so. No, no, you would never. Um, So the easiest slash least annoying way to describe the fourth way is that it teaches uh, that humans are asleep and they can only wake up through a series of extreme exercises and observations that break down the old personality and develop a higher consciousness. So it's like it's for like people with bland personalities, probably. I mean, (laughs) I listen, I get like there's 
a a way to be if you want to like be enlightened and like move through life a little bit easier and have tools to deal with certain things but like you don't need to join a fucking cult to do that no you know what i feel like cults are mostly made up of people who you would describe as being nice and that's it you know how there's like people who you're like uh Like, oh, uh, I don't know. You, like, come into contact with people and you can't describe them as, like, funny or interesting or witty or smart or whatever. They're just nice. And then those are, like, those are the blandest people. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, yeah. Anyone could be nice. Anybody could be nice. It's it's very easy to be a nice person. But it's not, like, a personality to me. Well, it's not a personality trait. Like, everybody yeah. should naturally just be nice to each other. Yeah. Like, that's... Yeah. Like, be kind and be good. But, like, that's... Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Um, anyway, so... Yeah, there's a lot that goes into this, but we're not... I don't really... I don't want to get into it. I don't care. No. Um, but... It becomes he, irrelevant later anyway, so... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he... He based the cult on the fourth way, blah, blah, blah. But learning about it, he learning about the fourth way really made him antsy about his state in the world or his like position in life. So he uh, resigned his plebe teaching job (laughs) in early 1967. And then that's when he started getting getting stuff going. Yeah. So he's like, fuck this. I'm not going to teach kids anymore. I have a higher calling because I think I'm special. Yeah, his higher calling was himself to be more enlightened, <laughs> not yeah, to, to du- not to shape future, you know, leaders of the world by being a, a early stage teacher in the development of children. Like that's there's nothing noble or good about that. So he was like, uh, everybody loves a makeover and I'm going to make over my personality into Ugh. a worse one, into a worse <laughs> one. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, what an asshole. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, he's, he quit his job and he started, uh, studying the, um, the fourth way and met his mentor, uh, the actor director, <laughs> Alex Francis Horn. Yeah. Now you're not supposed to know who that is. He's just a dude with a, another dude with which we have to say his middle name because... <laughs> Because douche, uh, douchebags. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, you sh- like he's not some famous actor director, but it's relevant because he had he was like running a theater called the Theater of All Possibilities, mm. which was like just a way to exploit people and take their money and like force them into his brand of the fourth way cult. So that's the only reason it's relevant. Got it. Um, um, but then something I did think was interesting, which this is like a side note, is that. Um, this is kind of like where the lineage of fraud begins, because mm. if if the fellowship, the fellowship of friends was a real cult or a real fourth way kind of like cult or part of the real fourth way, mm-hmm. then Burton's teacher would have had to also have been associated with the real fourth way learnings and Gurdjieff uh-huh. directly, like somehow directly. Like there's actually like a family tree of this bullshit. Oh. But he he wasn't. He was a fraud, which in turn means that Burton in he's the got end, that got that snake oil running through his veins. Yeah. Yeah. Uh he's not authentic. Yeah. So it's like, it's like a knockoff coach purse. It's like, ugh, the, sti- <laughs> the stitching is all wrong. <laughs> yeah. Where did, yeah, yeah. Oh, we know how to identify that. We do, guys. Yeah. But also it's like so obvious a lot of times. Uh, it's a G, not a C. <laughs> Gooch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like your Gooch bag. Ugh. <laughs> uh. Oh, God. Where did you get that? Hmm. Taints of America. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. Um, yeah. Anyway, whatever. This, what else? this yeah. guy. Yeah. So uh, Horn was his mentor. Um, and on the day that they met, Burton claims that uh, they experienced what he he calls influence C, like the letter C, influence C. 
It makes me think of vitamin C and that song. It makes me think of hepatitis C. Oh, yeah. That's probably more accurate. (laughs) Or just like a a hardcore like acid trip. Oh, which it probably was. It probably, I would think so. There's, you know, this is like the late 60s. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So he uh, saw 44 angels who, (laughs) some of these angels included Walt Whitman Buddha, uh, and Abraham Lincoln, and uh, ben- Benjamin Franklin. That was a good yeah. one. Yeah. BJF. Wait, what? no. <laughs> What's his middle name? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, ben Franks. <laughs> ben Franks. BF. BF. Um, and uh, yeah, so he saw all these like super famous slash highly educated slash great thinkers of our time so i wonder if they were all dudes probably what probably asshole. yeah there's what a yeah. fucking douche yeah so he uh he also burton now refers to horn as the 45th angel because he's dead he's de- he did he did um, uh spoiler alert but it does it's not relevant you guys it doesn't matter horn's no. like barely we're barely gonna say like two no. more things about him so that's it yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's dead. He's dead. Uh they were their buddies. Uh yeah. But they when there's two powerful people who are like both snake sales or snake oil salesmen, you can't yeah. have them in the same room. No. You gotta you gotta there there's too much ego. So uh Burton wanted to start his own shit, so he left. You can't sit with us. Yeah. He was like, no, no, no. I'm, I'm going to do what I want to do. Uh, thank you for that influency, but I got to go. <laughs> so he, uh, he parted ways and founded the Fellowship of Friends while he was living in a Volkswagen bus in Berkeley and house sitting, which is <laughs> living the dream. <laughs> I uh, feel like that's like all coming back around now with like this whole like phenomenon of like people who are like uh about van life, hashtag van life. Oh. Like people are I don't like know this. people are like giving like they're they can't like people our age can't afford houses. Uh oh. so they're like, I don't want to rent, I wanna like travel the world. So it's like why not like trick out a dope van and like travel around? Sounds fucking awesome to me. It's like it's like uh, RVing, but like for millennials. I just don't want to live in a traveling toilet, which is essentially sure. what an RV is. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's pretty fun. Uh, 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 no, it's like <laughs> it's like fun for like a day. You dump that shit. You take it. I know, the- but it always smells. It still always smells. And you have to like. To dump it, you have to hook a tube up to another mm-hmm. tube where the shit runs through. And I have seen some things, okay? Because yeah. my family used to camp when we were little and we had a trailer. And emptying that, oh, it always smelled. It always smelled so bad. It's yeah, gross. It's gross. But I mean, whatever. If people are into that, it's fine. Uh, I just so don't want to live in it. That's army. a trade-off, you know? That's like, that's what you, you get. You have to like shit in a moving toilet. <laughs> in a moving out, a, a large outhouse, if you will. To see the world and live wherever the fuck you want to live. Yeah. So. Hey, if you're into that, you do it. Cool. Just don't start a cult. Yeah, don't do that. Um, So, yeah, he, uh, in March 1976, he had this experience where he reached a higher consciousness. Uh, He called it a crystallization. And he, uh, he wrote this whole thing down. Uh, and said, uh, and I quote, I experienced a conscious birth like a woman delivering a baby. <laughs> it came upon me. There was a bolt of lightning, smoke, and an earthquake. My higher centers fused. World six. <laughs> I'm sorry. Hold on. World. I- oh, I'm such an awful person. Why? I just thought of like a cleft palate. No. <laughs> Like oh, my centers no. fused. I don't know. No. <laughs> uh, world six and twelve were there. Don't know what that is. Uh, it lasted for about fifteen seconds, 
the smoke then vanished. <sighs> what? What? He probably had a seizure. <laughs> he probably just um, had an orgasm and it was just like really fucking rad. I don't know. Like all that in 15 seconds. Like, I don't I don't know. OK, it maybe sounds- maybe he had some sort of spiritual experience. But why do you have no. to have all? Uh, OK, first of all, you do not know what it's like to deliver a baby. Yeah. Or to be delivered. And that's no a, one remembers that. Also, that's a terrible thing. Yeah. Childbirth is hard and awful. And but it can be like beautiful, I guess, too. But like, no, uh, you know, miracle you yourself. It's gross. Yeah. So he, <laughs> I, what I think he like shit his ass out of his or his head out of his ass for a second <laughs> and was like, oh, the world. But that's it. That's the only thing that I think happened. I feel like he got stung by a bee and was allergic and like blacked out for a second. <laughs> he and had. Then he was fine. He. First of all, he just made all this shit up because okay, maybe there was an earthquake, <laughs> but like because he was in California, so that's no. Totally- you know what? He probably accidentally locked himself in his toilet van and then a giant semi truck drove by and it shook and all the shit fumes got all mixed up in there and he passed out and when he awoke he was like oh whoa i just had i don't yeah what an idiot he what an idiot what an asshole uh yeah yeah he just he had this thing uh he claims to have seen uh horns crystallization before he had his own what is what it like I oh well he claims that this also like horn also had this exact experience uh like in front of him before him because like horn was more realized earlier on or something uh, but it's also this is what someone uh who was like a former member said that he claimed but also it's contradictory to all of his teachings because apparently if you're uh, if you're like lower, you can't see a higher person's visions. It's all bullshit. It doesn't yeah. matter. But he basically <sighs> says that this also happened to Horn, which is why they were like powerful and had their own cults. Uh, probably just to like try and give it some validation, which didn't work. I mean, it does for people, but <laughs> cool. <laughs> So, yeah, once he had this higher consciousness, uh, the cult, like, really kicked in to fourth gear. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. I feel like you I feel like you need something like this to like to claim, you know, like like his first event where he like saw the dead people, like the 44 dead people. Forty four. Fourth way. Four, four. Oh, guys, I think we're in the cult now. (laughs) Oh, no, no. Get me out of here. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. But but you need something like this. You got to perpetuate the bullshit. So you got to keep. Yeah. You got to keep having new fun things happen. So, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) New fun things. So what are the general beliefs of the cult, though? So let's let's like kind of take a step back and just like look at all this. So he started the cult in like 1970 um, and the overarching belief that he was giving to everyone was uh, a positive outlook and immersion in life's finest things offer a path to higher consciousness. Mm. So you have to uh, be happy. Don't worry. Be happy. And also but also like have like really nice stuff. Yeah. Which was like opposite of the time. Right. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Like it's it it seems strange that if you're achieving a higher consciousness that you also need to have a lot of material bullshit. Like I feel like that goes like counter to like what Buddhism and like a lot of other religions espouse. But not this. He really just (laughs) wanted all the stuff like he wanted real fancy clothes and you know, all kinds of other stuff that we'll get into. But he said um, that a refined social and cultural milieu uh, mm. helps a believer, a w- quote, awaken his higher centers and develop an immortal soul. So um, wow. how are you going to know? You know, like you got to have that like good, good, uh, 
good silk that you know real nice cars you got to have all that stuff how are you going to know what what heaven is like or what a higher being is like if you don't experience what the finest things the earth has to offer while you're in this like plebe state I don't know it's so yeah it's so contradictory to anything like it's so opposite of what most even just religions or whatever tell people about like returning to the earth and worldly possessions or a sin or whatever I don't know I don't really know anything but yeah it's just kind of weird I don't know the the only thing that was uh that's kind of I guess in line with some other teachings of religions and other cults is that like suffering and discomfort is also necessary to reach enlightenment like you have to go through some hard shit uh which only was self-serving yeah to him i of course he he has to plug that in so that he could get people to work for him yeah uh yeah so but asshole fucking asshole asshole uh, so yeah, after you bought your way in, you, you can start learning the, the fourth way. Um, mm. yeah. And all of the main teachings, like we've mentioned before, based on the fourth way, uh, as presented to the West by George Gurdjieff, uh, <laughs> that's the Gurdjieff center that he started at, uh, and Peter Auspensky. Mm-hmm. So uh, these are like Russian philos- philosophers who were prevalent in I think like the 20th 19th century maybe I don't know Mm. um either way who cares uh yeah but he he Burton focused on the practical side of the teaching and he puts a lot of emphasis on this on Gurdjieff's self-remembering uh and that constitutes the basis of the system Mm -hmm. so yeah uh, some obstacles to self-remembering our imagination, identification, unnecessary talk, <laughs> and, and negative thinking. So basically anything, like any any use of your brain, any questioning or... Uh, yeah. Know, uh, uh, Just be a happy zombie and you'll eventually get there. Yeah, don't think. What do you got to yeah. think for? You're, how are you going to remember yourself? How are you going to self-remember <laughs> if you're busy thinking? Turn your focus inside. Uh, don't and be look, happy. Be just be happy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. If you want to learn more about this and impress or hold the interest of exactly zero people when you talk about it, <laughs> literally no one, literally no one will care. Uh, you, there's plenty of resources. Actually, there's not that many, but there's you can a few. You can Google uh, Gurdjieff in the Fourth Way. Uh, and there's some stuff out there, but... You know what? Don't bother. Honestly, this couldn't even hold my attention enough to, like, try and understand it. I just... I don't... I still don't really know what self-remembering is, and I don't care. Yeah, it's like being present at the same time as realizing that everything is objective or... I don't know. Well, like, yeah, whatever. Whatever. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. I don't care. Don't care. (sighs) <sighs> yeah, so, yeah and it was just like the normal culty bullshit of like uh he's like the teacher and knows all the things and you have to follow uh he was the followers were told that they're that uh he's uh, robert burton is second in spiritual power only to jesus Whoa. christ so that? oh it's my doorbell um, oh let's see if they ring the doorbell um well, there's like, cause okay, the fourth way is a, like it's still not really like a thing, but it's like a, it's slightly more mainstream than this cult. It's you know like this cult is like a spinoff of the fourth way. Right. So like a former member said there was like a lot of bait and switch happening. So like you, you know, it was this cult where it's like, Oh yeah. Like we we're all about the finer things, but also the fourth way. And so people who were familiar with the fourth way would be like, Oh, okay. Yeah. That's interesting. I I, want to learn more about that. But then it was like a bait and switch where really it wasn't the fourth way, not the real fourth way, like Gurdjieff and Ospensky were teaching. It was like, it's Burtonism, essentially, and right. it's his interpretation of whatever the fuck he wants it to be because he's a cult leader. Exactly. <laughs> so, and also I, they, uh, we'll talk about this more, but they, we've already kind of gotten into it a little bit. They, the, the buildup of just having nice things 
and you know well-dressed people quote unquote well-dressed people uh and um just really beautiful surroundings lend an air of legitimacy to this particular cult like if you're like a, a pretty smart person academic and you know about the fourth way and then you see like this group of people who are like have their shit seems like they have their shit together uh and are following a very swanky kind of dude and live on live on a premises that's very lovely and gorgeous then i don't know it yeah it can it could be uh you could be dazzled razzle dazzled by it i guess let's let's talk about it yeah let's talk about that um the headquarters so they have a headquarters uh still in existence today um they it's nice it's it's really nice Uh, by all accounts it's like a very beautiful piece of property so yeah their their headquarters and the entire property they live on is called apollo it sprawls i like it Uh, yeah fancy it sounds real fancy uh, it sprawls across 1,300 acres in Yuba County and in an unincorporated community called Oregon House. That's the name of, like, the town. Uh, mm. And it's about 70 miles north of Sacramento. Uh, they, he, he, they bought the property in 1971, uh, and that's because uh, – probably because Yuba County is among California's poorest counties, and mm. the land was really cheap. Um so if you know anything about California geography, this is like um, kind of like, oh, it's, it's kind of close to wine country, uh, but it's, a, it's like in the foothills of the Sierra Nevadas. So mm-hmm. um, has like a, a good elevation, um, kind of mountainous, but I, I guess it's, it's really beautiful. It's very picturesque. Well, and like off the beaten path. Off the beaten path for it's sure. It's not super close to any <clears throat> big cities or anything. No, no, no. Yeah. Uh, if you've ever driven through this part of California uh, on your way to the Sierra Nevadas, it's like you're in the middle of the desert and it, it's very beautiful, but it's like, uh, but not, not deserty. It's like kind of chaparral and then you start getting yeah, up yeah. in elevation and, and it's just, it's really gorgeous. It's like uh, yeah. getting close to like uh, gold country. Um, hmm. So. Uh, huh. I've, I've probably driven through it on many of my family camping trips that I've taken with my, fam- my, my dad and my mom, uh, and my brother. <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah, so, your family. My family. Yes. <laughs> my family. familia. Uh, oh, and my grandpa. We did a lot of camping trips with my grandpa. Um. Oh, cute. Yeah, cute. Uh, so they built a main property on, on the, or a main house on the property that's a mock French chateau with a museum mm. and a library that they Bonjour. have. Bonjour. Bonjour. <laughs> uh, they they stuff the library with rare rare art and books. So that's pretty cool. That's cool. Um, uh, by all accounts, by two thousand nine, there are about were about two thousand members. Um, but all over the world, or just here? I think just here. Oh, but that's but a maybe lot. but maybe not. I don't know. There there are about forty chapters all over the world, which mm. is kind of terrifying. Um, so they have they also have an outdoor opera venue. They have a restaurant. Uh, I guess that members of the the cult have to pay to eat at. <laughs> they can't just eat there. They gave all of their money, but they can't just go. They have to work it and then pay to eat there. Yep. And I think they Fucking even ridiculous. I think they built it too. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, oh, they also have a, a cemetery, a fucking cemetery that they're all buried at on the on the property, which is <laughs> creepy as fuck. <clears throat> so that when you finally uh, are fully realized and you die, which is calling completing one's task, <laughs> you can stay there forever. <laughs> you, you could be the 46th person that's visited and influenced oh, god <laughs> no you have to be like cooler than that i think yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, you have to be really old and wear a powdered wig or something i don't, I don't know. know uh yeah and then they uh the most important thing that you guys need to know about the headquarters though in california the main property they have a fully functional winery fuck dude 
I don't know, I'm man. Jo- I'm, I'm joining. Join. <laughs> I, 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 I was like reading all this stuff and I was like, oh, fucking bullshit. This is so stupid. And then I like saw this and I was like, hmm. Huh. That's not that. Oh, there's, it's pretty. It seems like a pretty cool operation. Pretty legit. I don't know the fourth way, but I know the cork way. Hey-o! <laughs> Hey-o! <laughs> That's me sipping wine. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, they they have a fully functional winery, and it, it oh. I guess, produces some decent cabs and Rieslings. Ooh. Uh, and some of them have even been poured for American presidents. Um, yeah. I mean, that's, like, the best thing I've ever heard of a <clears throat> cult having. Yeah. I wonder if they're allowed to drink it. Or I, if it's I like, think so. Like, they have, like, the people that develop the, the wines are, like, real, you know, sommeliers and shit. Inventors. Are they... Are, are the people, are they also in the cult? Yeah. Like, everyone working, okay, I didn't know if they, like, brought in, you know, like, an outsider to, like, run the wine business people, or something. They do. I mean, well, people from all over the world have, moved, like both. have moved here to be a part of the, the headquarters. Wow. Yeah. So, like. That's crazy. At, at some point, there's, like, a dude from England. I don't know if he's still there running the wine program or what, but he, he's, Yeah. He but came. most most of the people that work for the winery are like doing the like grunt labor. Yeah. Like, uh, like normal people are joining this that are like, you know, probably semi intelligent This is what gets me, which we'll get to later. But yeah, uh, the, the I'll just wrap up on the winery here. Uh, the winery is called Renaissance. Mm-hmm. Uh, it used to be a bigger deal, I think, in the 90s. But then some shit started happening uh, where it, Stuff started coming out in the news and it kind of. AKA, well, and the fucking internet. Yeah. Like, and the internet. Yeah. Yeah. And some people started leaving the cult. <laughs> so. Yeah. Uh, but I, it, it's still in production. Like, there's still a website for Renaissance, for the Renaissance Winery. Um, I don't know. If I could find it, I will definitely try it. I, I love wine. I was actually at Total Wine last night with my friend Lucy. <laughs> And I, lo- I straight up looked for it. I did. I, you I, did? Yeah, I sure did. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I did not find it. You should look for it online, like from like a wine store or something. Yeah, I, I might. Uh, I, I, we should. If we do a meetup, let's drink it. Dude. Uh, let's just do it anyway next time that yeah. we're together. Oh, my God. Totally. Okay, let's find a bottle and then we'll save it for when we're together. Oh, my God. But not Riesling because I fucking hate that I don't shit. like Riesling. I'm a big, I'm a big fan of Cab. So, yeah, I'll, I'll, drink, I'll that. drink that. Um, Yeah, I it, it's every when I was like researching this, a lot of the articles that I found were like wine blogs and wine enthusiasts kind of shit. Enthusiasts. <laughs> enthusiasts. Enthusiasts. <laughs> wine enthusiasts. Enthusiasts. Um, so we love wine. <laughs> instead of drinking the Kool-Aid, I will drink the wine. <laughs> um, yeah, but it's it's a it's a total uh, scam because the people that joined the cult in the 70s, they literally built the winery by hand by hand. They they yeah. they dug all the the shit up, removed boulders, like dynamited areas to like clear the field to plant stuff. So they Johnny Appleseeded that shit. They did. They even had like a very like well regarded uh, uh, consultant, like a wine consultant come in and like evaluate it and like check the soil and make sure it's like good to go. And it, it definitely Toads was. profesh. It, it, yeah. yeah. They, they weren't fucking around. They did it. They they did it. So. Well, and like this isn't really different from the um, Heaven's Gate cult where they like had people in the cult running the website business, like the web design business or whatever. Like most cults do have to make money or even if they just work to like make food and clean and stuff, they are self-sustaining. Yeah, maybe it's not a good idea to drink this wine. No. Well, I don't want to support them. Yeah, no, I don't want to either. Yeah, but I'm gonna. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I want. I just want to try it. I just want to see what it's like. I know. I know. It'll be then at the following week. That'll be my fucked up thing. Yeah, it's like with the time that I ate whale when I was in Iceland. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, if if I see, maybe we don't have to go seeking a bottle, but if we see it, 
we'll get it. Yeah. Like if it's already at Vaughn's in my neighborhood, I'll just try it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I feel like the internet came along and, uh, and things really started falling apart. Yeah. The internet is the antithesis of probably any cult because it's, it's easier to hear about other people's bad experiences. Well, aside from multi-level marketing, uh, (laughs) (laughs) it's, it's, yeah, it's definitely detrimental to cults. That only fuels multi-level marketing yeah somehow god somehow but yeah they so this so lest you think that they're flying under the radar which they still are actually stuff started kind of falling apart um in the 90s so um in 1996 a court case came about uh regarding a minor whose dad was also in the cult uh but um Basically, it was a, 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 a charges were filed against Burton for sexually assaulting a minor in the cult. The dad of the boy who was um, kind of fucked around with, uh, he he found out that his son was being abused because he was approached by Burton as well and was like, oh, my God, I can't believe this happened. And everybody was like, he's been preying on your your underage son. So yeah. they le- obviously left the cult and um, they settled in court in 96. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And the, there is, I think, multiple suits that came about after this. This uh, this cult actually reminded me a lot. I watched the uh, the documentary Holy Hell. Uh, it's on yeah. Netflix right now. It's like a CNN produced doc about this guy who joined uh, the cult Buddha Field. Um, and it reminds me of, of this a lot. Yeah. Um, it's like a very similar kind of uh, but that seem that cult like honestly seemed way more fun than this. <laughs> <laughs> Like in the beginning, like it was like genuinely like people loved each other. For some people, for some, for people, some people, but that guy was also a sexual predator. So like, yes, he was preying on people in the cult. I think that's actually really normal mm-hmm. for a lot of cults or religious leaders or people of power. Fucking Harvey Weinstein. Oh, fuck like, you. All that shit. Like it's not new. Like this is happening all the time yeah. everywhere because people in positions of power you know, will prey on people that yeah. are looking to get a little bit of that power. So yeah, it's or not gross. even not even get power, just trying to like right. do their fucking jobs and right, like totally. or or be in a in a space where they're just trying to live their lives or looking for love or looking for enlightenment or whatever, yeah. whatever yeah. it may be, uh, just fucking existing and having to work alongside somebody and and being you know subjected to yeah a creepy ass person's bullshit so yeah Burton was no different he preyed on people yeah in his cult and and also like layered uh the bullshit on top to protect himself and so and like Harvey Weinstein did which is super shitty surrounded himself with things that uh would throw people off the scent like how Harvey Weinstein was like uh super um generous with like a lot of actresses that were well respected Mm. like donated to like Gloria Steinem like did all this like was like layer on layer of of just feminist greatness Mm. that he surrounded himself with and then was still doing these horrible shitty things so and just like that um and 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 just like a lot of cult leaders do surround themselves with people who will say good things about you oh um and also a facade which in this case in Burton's case was a facade of fanciness and and uh really beautiful things and a gorgeous well-maintained winery and uh gorgeous antiques and rare books and whatever so yeah when um they they started getting in trouble for stuff like the sexual abuse stuff obviously and then also uh a lot of tax evasion shit. A lot yeah. of that. So um, there was lots of lawsuits, lots of uh, payments having to be made. Um, and in 2009, they ended up having to liquidate their museum, which is full of antique Chinese furniture. And 
they'd accumulated so many things uh, of such you know value that it ended up being considered one of the collections that were amongst the world's preeminent holdings like the the chinese furniture that they had was just incredible so mm. it they put it on auction and it fetched about 11.2 million at christie's auction house in new york Dang. Uh, and even a disney uh, chief at the time michael ovitz was among one of the buyers and he he snagged a pair of uh, elaborately carved cabinets for <laughs> over six hundred thousand dollars to put in his man cave yeah some, yeah somewhere <laughs> i'm sure he has a, like, where do you fucking put that I'm i don't sure, know i'm sure he has a lovely home who knows? You know, like how, but you know how, like, uh, like maybe this wasn't the case at the time, but I feel like rich people's houses now, especially in California, are very like modern and sleek. Like, yeah. where do you put something like that? Like in the hallway? I don't know. Like where you'd? It's so weird to me. Yeah, uh, that's not a thing that people are spending money on these days. Who knows? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I mean the 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 main thing is though. So. After 2009, I there's not a lot of anything about this. There's cult. not a lot of yeah. It's a real uh, tight-lipped. Yeah. So they got in trouble. They settled their court cases, and then they kind of just like went very dark, went very quiet. I mean, it's very much still in existence, but um, yeah, it, it this cult flies very much under the radar, which makes it really creepy to me really insidious and like nothing really bad has happened i mean of course something very bad has happened but there hasn't been yeah uh we there's what i'm saying is there hasn't been a breaking news story about yeah uh thousands of people coming forward about sexual allegations or uh mass suicide or whatever like a lot of other cults have this you know very dramatic uh, denouement, which exposes all of their bullshit. And that, yeah. to me, that is one of the creepiest things about this particular cult. Burton still living, living large for sure, by all accounts. He's like pretty old now. Yeah. And like, there's a lot of photos of him and he, I think he had a surgery recently or something. There's, so there's like this blog, mm-hmm. uh, I forget what it is, blog. Uh, you could just go to roberteearlburton.org and it'll redirect you to this blog. Yeah, they let their um, uh, they let their their the domain uh, registry expire. expire. So yeah, um, it's been taken and, over by people who are like, get the fuck away from this cult. Yeah, like former members. There's mm-hmm. tons of um, there's tons of posts like. I mean, there it's updated. So there's a lot of people who are always like recently leaving this place. It feels like a revolving door. Yeah. I mean, I I think like at the most, you know, in 2009 they had uh 2000 members, I think you said earlier. That's like how many they've held at a given time, but yeah. there's as many as 15,000 former members since it began in the 70s so these people are always kind of rotating through it and so there's tons of information on this blog and it's just funny like one of the most recent posts was about someone who uh left recently and said they were celebrating he was celebrating the 50th anniversary of uh influence c because that happened 50 years ago on September 5th, and it was, like, a big party. And he was, like, saying that the fires around the area at that time, like, the wildfires were, like, a part of it and, like, like a, a sign or whatever. Oh, God. It's just so fucking stupid. I don't know. Yeah. Ugh, I don't know. This guy. He's so gross. Yeah. If you uh, Google him and you find a picture of him, you will see a very terrifying human. Oh, yeah. So so Schmeads on the day this episode gets released, um, I'm using that one photo I sent you with like the matching outfits. Oh, God. It's (laughs) I think he's like a a legit lizard person. Like he is very, (laughs) very, very reptilian. Yeah. Um, Yeah. But yeah, he's never actually been charged with a crime. Um, No. And the the. Because they've been settled. Everything's, Everything's been, been settled. settled. All the money that yeah. they have. Which also s- always says something. Especially yeah. for like a fucking cult that's this under the radar. Yeah. It's not like you're drawing negative to a- attention. You know, no. like, I don't know. It's incriminating like, to me in this well, instance. And the, um, I mean, the last like real like 
big publication to do a news story about it was the New York Times and they did a couple in the 90s and then I think 2009 when they did their when they did their uh their auction at Christie's and then I haven't I really there's no there's media the media is not picking up on it at all there's definitely a couple news stories but they're all archived on their websites and it's just like it's all there's nothing no one cares it's not that it's not that interesting like I said there and yeah there's not been this like dramatic crazy thing that's happened um yeah so yeah, but he's never been charged with a crime, and these are the only allegations we know of that have been leveled against him or the Fellowship of Friends. Yeah. So, yeah, it's fucked up. This shit yeah. is fucked up. Who knows, like, what else has been going on within this, like, tucked-out-of-the-way remote property that... That's that's what's fucked up. Yeah. Because, like, yeah, the the... I think you said in our notes that like there's no Wikipedia page for this Mm -mm. and it's so it's hard to find like uh, you know we don't just use Wikipedia you guys for our research but it's a good place to start usually because it it gives you an idea of what is you know what all the basic information and then you could go look for things that you're interested in learning more about it's it's in other places yeah it's the first level of your rabbit hole is is starting with wikipedia and so yeah i i think uh what's totally i i guess we could go into final thoughts on it um yeah oh but i was gonna say the wikipedia page doesn't exist because people who are currently in the cult and people who have left the cult fought so much on the wikipedia page that wikipedia was finally like fuck you guys no we're not monitoring this anymore you don't get a page wow so it so it was like successful from the cult's perspective like they fought everything that was being written so hard that they got it shut down wow that's creepy that's fucked up that is fucked up i mean a lot of the stuff that i found is like based on their like uh testimonials and taking over the the robert earl burton.org uh website with a blog yeah i just i think uh i find this cult like very interesting because um a a lot of the people who joined it were a bit older and a little bit more intellectual like a lot of academics should know better (laughs) and should know better i think yeah uh and and that's uh indirect like contrast to a lot of people during the like late late 60s early 70s wanting to join cults at that time uh because they were like young and impressionable and lost yeah like if you're seeking enlightenment there's not a lot of options for you if you if you are a little bit more well off you don't really want to join the poor cults where (laughs) (laughs) you have to give all your money and then like you have to like slave away doing you know like cleaning the house or I don't know what living in a van or whatever yeah so this one's very appealing because you're like oh okay well I still have to like work and stuff but it's a vineyard or it's a museum or they also have like an opera theater like an outdoor opera theater and it's like (laughs) you're building all these like super snobby things but you have to build them (laughs) well well but not anymore so now if you join this cult you're just like the ticket taker or the usher (laughs) or like (laughs) the maitre d at the fancy restaurant right or the sommelier at the winery like, yeah. you could have some fucking bougie-ass job yeah. working for this cult. It's like the people who got in early did not benefit. <laughs> <laughs> no. Unlike a, lot of, all the... unlike a lot of the other cults that are out there. Um, yeah. Well, unless you get right into the inner circle. Yeah, Then I think true. you're always sheltered from anything. Yeah, except but you have then to you're sex fucking with the cult diddled. Yeah. yeah. You're fucking, Ugh. he's this old, old man in his, like, in his curtain suit his is, fendi casa know. suit <laughs> we always what me and chris always had this joke about fendi casa like it's like a it's like couch like <laughs> material <laughs> it's your fendi casa suit um uh, yeah so uh yeah even really well educated people just really wanted to like find their true self or a higher calling or whatever uh why did I just think of Dolce Cabana? <laughs> it's the knockoff. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's what Robert Earl Burton wore. Burton. Yeah. yeah. He's their it. spokesperson. <laughs> um, yeah. Just think like a lot of hot pink silk. 
Yeah. And weird hats. Yeah. And bow ties. That match. Um, Everything matches. Yeah. So wealth and intellectualism and more accurately, the appearance of wealth and intellectualism Mm. or even more accurately, what people think wealth and intellectualism (laughs) look like. Uh, Right, right. Like lend the group an air of legitimacy. So uh, I don't know. That's (laughs) I think that's like my final thoughts on it. Maybe. Yeah. I just think it's uh fucking stupid and I don't know. Yeah. It's a, it doesn't I don't care. Yeah, it's yeah. It, it's a fucked up thing. Who knows how much more heinous shit has gone on uh and it's one of the creepiest things about it is how little is known about There's no Wikipedia for Robert Burton and there's no Wikipedia about the cult itself. So, it's weird. This guy, you know, if uh on if I had to give him on a scale of one to ten, being a successful cult leader, I'd for sure give him a ten. Yeah, he's, like he's he doing it. did it. He and it's not even like uh, you know, if you're gonna be a cult leader, yeah, for sure, like make it so where you're like living like a king and like yeah. You know, you get to wear your silk suits and all this shit. Like, you get to wow. fuck hot dudes. Like, you get to like yeah. do like whatever you want, and you drink yeah. wine all day. Oh my god! Like, it's amazing. Good for him. Except <laughs> not fuck really. him. Yeah. Except fuck him. <laughs> god, no, I don't know. Yeah, yeah no. This cult yeah, is stupid. It's it's pretty bad. Uh, if and there's like I said, they're still active. If you want to like look at some of their material, the uh the websites there's a all their shit spread out across the internet because they're they don't know how to use the internet i think is what it seems like (laughs) uh i mean they let the robert earl burton uh url lapse um but they also have um beingpresent.org and livingpresence.com uh which espouse the virtues of the fourth way and uh robert earl burton so you don't drive traffic to two separate destinations yeah you, you pick one ev- drive everyone there and then you can link to other things if you want but it's ridiculous Ugh, marketing 101 Durr. Durr. yeah uh, doy yeah <laughs> doy you dummy you big dummy you big dummy um the yeah, that's all best I got. Thing about, yeah, the best thing about this is the wine. Yeah. Probably. I, haven't I don't know. It. I haven't tried it. It's probably it garbage. It's probably garbage. It's probably straight trash. It might yeah. have been good in the 90s, but has not <laughs> aged well. <laughs> Unlike a fine wine. <laughs> <laughs> Same as uh, Lizard Man Burton. Yeah. I hope it continues to do poorly and eventually goes away. Yeah. 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 All right. That's all I got. Um, Same. That's all I got. Well, thank you guys for listening. Um, follow us on uh, all the things at DTFU yeah. Podcast. Uh, send us a story if you got it. We'd love to read it on an episode, maybe. Yeah. Uh, send it to DTFU Podcast at gmail.com. Or you can go to the website and submit it that way. It's DTFUPodcast.com. Yeah. I will not let the URL, URL lapse. <laughs> <laughs> it is my domain i own it <laughs> it is your you are the master of that domain your domain yeah um you could visit the patreon if you want mm-hmm. patreon.com slash dtfu podcast or you can find out all these things you can find out on our website yep that aaron just said the website so, is a great uh source for everything yeah it has all the things you can listen to like the latest episode just on the website like you know, oh yeah, through like the embedded SoundCloud. Yep. Mm-hmm. Thing. Or you can listen on uh, whatever uh, podcast app that you use: iTunes, Stitcher, yeah. Google Play, whatever. All right. Uh, all right, guys. Love y'all. Be excellent to each other. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye.